Hi, and welcome to Ways It Takes, episode 43. Um, cheers. Jesus, Dylan, you're splashing it everywhere. The Troy Palomalo episode. The Troy Palomalo, <laughs> Dennis Eckersley episode. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam. No Hurley this week, thank God, what a disaster that was. Uh, how are we doing, gentlemen? Oh, living the dream. Doing pretty well, I guess. Excellent. So let's get into winners and losers. Uh, looks like take of the week is going to Cam. Boo. That'll put him up to 10 points. Boo. Or no, that might put him up to 11, actually, I think. Where now. am I at? 14, 11. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, at, at I'm at 9, and Dylan's is still at 3. Uh, wanted to start off by saying a great injustice was done this week on the poll. Um, you know, it, it, hopefully we get this up pretty quickly. Go reply to us and just say Dylan's take was better. If you're listening to this, and maybe we'll switch the point because Dylan Dylan's take of if, Brady being the sports messiah was everywhere this week. If was, we get three comments saying Dylan's was better, we'll switch the point. We'll switch the point. Any problem with that, Cam? Because you agree that Dylan's was better. Yeah, yeah, huge problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Tucker does. It's what Tucker does every week. He tells people vote for me. <laughs> Well, the odds are that nobody's going to reply to our tweets. Oh anyway. yeah, so, zero people. Um, so that I mean that was all over mainstream media. Barstool talked about it. Uh, there was a chart going around. Even when he was in high school, teams were winning in his area. So, uh, Dill, um, what so, do you yeah, think? You I, didn't win the take. Though. I mean, they swiped that one from underneath me. I I, I feel betrayed by the media. If you got the no episode, credit. if you got the episode Zero up credit. on time, That's you true. might have been famous. Yeah, I had the take last week, and everybody starts, "Oh, it's the take of this week." Well, you're week late, losers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any other winners and losers we can think of? I mean, um, winner Trey, the Colts aren't good. Colts aren't good. Knew it. Frauds. Uh, Dylan, maybe loser. Rays got absolutely shellacked last. They're winning, yeah. I think, right now though. That's. That, I don't think yeah, they're by any means. It's a series. You're on loser alert. That's right. why God gives you three losses. You're on loser alert right now. Ah. Um, I don't care. Loser. Oh, loser me. I was heavily rooting for the Astros. Okay. Loser loser Tucker. That money's gone. You'll never get that money's back. Money's gone. Um, See ya. Okay. Uh, oh, loser Cam. He said Fitzpatrick was going to bring the Dolphins to a uh, playoffs. Winner Cam. Oh, the just Dolphins. wait for my take. Winner, winner Cam, the Dolphins are in second place. That's in the also right. true. That's also true. <laughs> so, Cam, double-sided blade Wait there. for my take. We'll Just wait for wait your for take. take. Maybe that's a half point of two different takes that combines it. Into one take. Okay. Also, Giants, Giants are a game out of the NFC East. Are you really happy with that win, though? Because Trevor's just that much farther it's away. It's a win-loss. <laughs> it really is a loss. It's a loss, the loss. The Jets are getting the first pick. Yeah, they are. The Jets are not winning. I went to the Jets the are... schedule. There's no possible. I saw. Win. I saw a thing. It was like a poll. Will the Jets be in a one-score game this season? <laughs> well, like not even just will the Jets win a game this season. It it went straight past that, and the poll was will the Jets have a one-score game this season? <laughs> That's how bad the Jets are. Is that like? 0-16 is too obvious of a take, and so people are already looking past that and saying the Jets might not even. The Jets are in my top three most hated teams in the league, so I look this season. I'm having a great time. All right. Um, I have a waste to take. Cam got mad at me last week because I do too many Patriots takes. This one is has a Patriots mention in it, but because only because it's about a former Patriot. That would be Antonio Brown. 
the news today that Brown is being heavily looked at by the Seahawks as well as other teams. Um, he's stated, uh, slated to come back week eight. Um, supposed to be reinstated for his domestic abuse charges or whatever it was. Um, my take, I've been talking about the curse of AB on this podcast for a long time. Now, the Patriots had another bad loss last weekend. They lost to a crap team. They The practice didn't help them, the lack of practice. But it was you know just part of a series of unfortunate events. I think the Patriots have lost seven of their last nine games. I think I saw that stat, um, including the playoffs. So... The Patriots are trending down, as much as I hate to say it, and there's one reason. They've been trending down since week two of last year when they cut Antonio Brown. And the curse of Antonio Brown is real. Whoever signs him, their best player will get hurt. That's my that's that's my take, is that the curse of A.B. will take its hold on somebody. If it's the Seahawks, Russell Wilson will go down. Having an MPC, MVP season, he'll go down. Something bad will happen. The curse of A.B. is real. I 100% believe in it. Um, whoever signs him, their season's going to be over. The curse of AB. Side take: the Patriots will start to get better once AB's playing for another team. Look at the look at the Steelers. The Steelers, uh-huh. the Steelers Ooh. were hey. were bad for a little bit after Antonio Brown left. They had a tough season last year when he wasn't playing, and then he, you know, n- now the Patriots are having a rough season that they tried him. He is a demon, and he must be exercised from the league. He's a demon, and he brings bad luck with him and misfortune. Now, Cam, I know you're a big A.B. guy, so what do you think? Curse of A.B.? Yeah, I, I got the article uh, two minutes after it came out, sent it to you guys. I'm so excited for this. Comeback player of the year this year. Look, Ryan Tannehill only played in, what, nine games last season? What's eight versus nine? He's still one comeback player of the year. A.B. going off for 1,000 yards in eight games. <laughs> now, okay. I don't hate that take, but the fact – my biggest problem with that take is the fact that um, the league hates Antonio Brown. That's what I was going to say. There's no way they hand a trophy to Antonio Brown at the end of the season just because they hate him so much. He could go for 2,000 yards in eight games, and I'm still pretty sure Roger Goodell would be like, eh, He's no. an alleged rapist. Like, yeah. You can't give him awards. You can't, you can't give him <laughs> awards at this point. Just a bad person, bad look for the league. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't give him the award. Maybe they do he, give it to him. And then they take it back. Maybe they do give it to him to spite the Patriots for dropping it. Good point. They, do uh, hate, the they hate the Patriots. But do who they hate more, the Patriots or Antonio Brown? Probably right now, AB. But any, any thoughts Patriots. on the curse? I like the curse. I like the curse. The curse is an interesting concept. The Patriots are going to get better. Absolutely. But the curse of Antonio Brown is absolutely real. I mean, think about the Steelers last year, all the mess that they went through. Yep. They they lost Le'Veon Bell. They, they uh, lost Big Ben. They lost Big Ben. They just they, they had a curse on them. Because Juju Smith-Schuster is still a bum. Because Antonio Brown made a pact with the devil and sold his soul. Wait, but this doesn't make any sense because the Steelers had issues last year, but he wasn't on the Steelers last year. Exactly. Now, the Patriots are having issues this year, and he's not on the Patriots. Oh, shot glass down. Um, (laughs) And he's not on the Patriots. Okay, so... I like the curse. But so whatever team gets him now... will have issues in the future. Okay, sure. It's it's not a very... The Seahawks are going to pick him up. 
lose one game, like they're gonna go like twelve and four, but they lose that one game is like curse. That, curse that's the, that's is the, real, baby. Curse that's the one thing about curses is that it, they work in mysterious ways. You can it's not you just, can win nine times out of ten. Specific formula. As long as they don't win the Super Bowl, the curse is still real. He's not. Exactly. He's, they don't work on earthly manners. Exactly. Uh, okay, that's the take. Antonio Brown curse. Cam, wait to take. Wait, wait. Got? I mine feeds well into this. Oh, okay. I didn't know you. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so you're talking about the Steelers over here. My take this week is the Steelers are the best team in the AFC. Ben Roethlisberger looks good somehow. Char- uh, Claypool, is it Charles Claypool? Uh, Chase. Chase Claypool is uh, somehow like the – I looked up a stat about um, the receivers that the Steelers have drafted. It's wild. They haven't drafted a first-round wide receiver, but they've drafted Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Suster, Chase Claypool. Like, but there was also like four others on Martavis that list. Bryan. Martavis Bryant, and like all these Deontay Johnson, all these guys are like hire, Wallace. Hire that guy. Mike Wallace too. He was the other guy on the list. I that was the big one. Kids. But dear God, this team can guy. draft. It's unfair that this team's allowed to trade for players just because they're so good at drafting. They shouldn't be allowed to pick up anyone in free agency. But they have the best defense in the NFL. Number one. Oh, and the Rams did. You said last week the Rams had the best defense. I don't defense remember saying that. <laughs> um, but, no, I said they have a great defense. I didn't say the best in the NFL. You can check me on that. Go back in the podcast. Everyone can see that I did not say that. Uh, but they have the best defense in the NFL. Anyone going to debate me on that? Um, they're good. I don't know if they're the best, but they're, they're very good. good. They're, I haven't watched enough of them, to be honest. So they got the good. steel curtain up. They're the I feel like they're never on. Is incredible, and then just throwing in Minka Fitzpatrick is just like, oh, like hey, let's just throw in the best one of, if not the best, safety in the league. But yeah, so this team is incredible, and their offense is just cooking. I mean, because they had a shootout one week. Um, who was it? The Browns? Mm. No, they played the Browns no. this week. No, no, no. The week before, who they play last week? They played know. someone You're last week. Things I don't know. And. They just had an absolute shootout and just won anyways because their offense is also incredible with Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner, Ben Roethlisberger, and an incredible offensive line. This team is the most complete team in the NFL, and the Chiefs aren't looking that good. Okay, The well, Chiefs have been un- underwhelming. Let me pick up because I was going to ask if you remembered that the Chiefs exist. Yeah, no. Well, the Chiefs have been underwhelming. Okay, I have they, a couple they things. Almost lost, they almost lost to the Patriots with a backup QB. They almost lost to the Chargers on Justin Herbert's first ever game. And who'd they play this? Oh, and they lost to the, the Raiders Yeah, two they weeks won ago. They won this week. Who'd they play this week? I uh, forget who. The only game the they've looked... The Bills. Bills. The Bills. Bills. Yeah, no, that was a good game. But the only game they've looked legitimately like as a top team in the NFL was the Ravens. Outside of that... They've been extremely inconsistent. So I say that I still think and the Chiefs, the Ravens are frauds. So I, like I still this. think the Chiefs are the best. You said that Lamar's the fraud, didn't you? Okay. I think okay, I said Lamar's the Ravens the are fraud. Um, but I I think the Chiefs are still the best team. They showed this week. They the thing they were doing wrong is they were so they were too con, like concerned with scoring thirty points a game. They showed this week that they can win by just running the ball and taking first downs and yeah. slowing the game down. So I, I think the Steelers are probably the second team. I think they're better than the Ravens. Um, 
And in terms of the wide receiver, I just can't believe it. Whoever is scouting for that team deserves a raise. They deserves all the money. They need to be a head coach in the league. Like they're they're doing everything. It's just to contrast with the Patriots, who cannot figure out the wide receiver position in the draft. Campbell, Campbell Tompkins, Aaron Dobson, Nikhil Harry, like all these bums that we've had. I really like Campbell um, Tompkins. Um, what's his name? The guy in the Super Bowl that made a bunch of plays that is out of the league now. The guy from Georgia. I forget his name. But uh, Mitchell, something Mitchell, Malcolm Mitchell. Um, so I think they're the second best team in the NFC. Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett was not drafted by them. Um, but I think they're the second best team in the AFC. Cam? I think they're the third best team in the AFC. Who you got? Titans, Steelers, Titans. Yep, Steelers, Titans, Chiefs. Well, we're going to have a matchup, me v you. If you're still... Cam, Cam, hold this. Cam, hold this because I will have a form a next segment that will involve uh, Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. I'll give myself. Yeah, that's uh, me. Uh, Steelers are good. Steelers are really good. I'll give myself a win on this because I think I was the only one on the pod that had the Steelers in the playoffs. No, I think I had the Steelers in the. Maybe I didn't. I believe I was I think, the only I think one. it was only Dylan. I think I said Steelers not going to want to shine. So I'm going to give myself a W on that one. Do you think they're the best team in the AFC? No. But they're darn well going to give That's a That's what try. a waste of takes about. If people agree with me, I wouldn't think it's a waste of take. They're um, good. They're for sure good. Big Ben is not showing any you know, decline. I that, thought he that, was going to be so bad this year. Me too. I thought off, he was going to be abysmal. Yeah. But he's been playing I did fabulous. not see this coming at all. At all. Um... All right, Cam, ways to take. You ready? Making some pasta? I'm ready to go. Go yeah, ahead. Making some pasta. But, um, so we touched on, on the Fitzpatrick thing, and you called me a loser. Call me a loser for now, but two is getting hurt before the end of the season, and Fitzpatrick still make them get into the playoffs. So the take is that Tua gets hurt before the end of the season. Tua gets hurt. Before the end of the season, Fitzpatrick ultimately is the last person to play quarterback before they make the playoffs. So you're just doubling down on your take. Um, okay, I actually like this take. I think but this is going to get hurt. I think this is pre- I agree. I think this is premature by them. I think I think it was pre premeditated. I think they had it at the beginning of the year. What did we say? Week six. This is week seven coming up. I think. What did we say? We week said six week four? six two will will be starting. I'm okay. pretty sure exactly that's what we said. So it took an extra week. Big win on the podcast. Um, he's only a year removed from breaking his hip in half. Um, Fitzpatrick's got the hot hand. The Dolphins are a little scary as a Patriots fan. Um, so I I think this is premature from them. I would like to see them ride with Fitzpatrick. Bring in – I think you should bring in two – I think they play two cruddy teams, and then they play, like, the Chiefs, the Patriots, like, a bunch of powerhouses. Rams are the next game. No, I, I'm saying late in the season. I think they should put them in like week 12, week 13. I don't know when they're scheduled. There's two easy games, and then there's like four hard games. I think you should have put them in for those ones if you're going to do it. He's not ready, I don't think. Um, he's only a year out from injury. Fitzpatrick's got the Fitzmagic going. I, I, I agree with you, Cam, that Tua, something will happen to Tua. Either he gets hurt or he plays terribly. Um, as far as them making the playoffs, I still have hope that the Patriots can beat him up, but... They're uh, they're scary, and I don't think they're they're winning the division. The Bills are too good. Uh, the take was Tucker that Tua will get hurt, and Fitzpatrick will still lead the Dolphins to the playoffs. Mm, so it is seems premature. We'll start off there. 
But in terms of Tua getting hurt, I don't know. He's got injury prone in the past um, with, what, a year, year, a little bit over a year ago? Yeah. Um, it seems like the way you get somebody injured is you, you know, you put them in a place where they're not ready. And it because it seems premature, I don't, is he ready? You know, if, you, if you're not prepared to play, you have a better chance of getting hurt. So, Cam, I don't hate to take just on that fact. Um, will Fitzpatrick then come in and take them to the playoffs? That's another big if. Uh, like Trey said. Uh, Out of vengeance. He'll be so mad. That's true. There is a little bit of that going on. I think the Pats and the uh, Dolphins are going to duke it out for that playoff spot. I don't know if they're it's even going to be available to them. They might both be terrible. It's given. Um, very good chance the Patriots are actual trash. But oh, yeah. um, Tucker? So... I'm going to start off with this. What happened to Ryan Fitzpatrick was super sad. Seeing him talk about how his heart hurts from it, <laughs> like, soft. actually hurt me. Like, I, I didn't think I had this much feelings for Ryan Fitzpatrick, but seeing him say, like, I thought this was my team, my heart hurts right now, like, it, it, it made me pretty sad about it. Like, I was like, damn, like, poor guy. But what I will say is... Fitz magic lasts around six weeks, and then the teams become bad. That's true. Again. That's also true. History like, shows. Fitz magic. I mean, every time he's played, it's just been he's been good for the first six weeks. Everyone's like, "Holy shit!" And then it just goes downhill from Brian there. Flores is playing the saber metrics but in this one. Brian Flores also, I trust him. I think he's a great head coach. And I think Tua's going to be a good quarterback. <clears throat> I really do. I really believe in Tua. And I would like – I think he is injury prone, but I want to believe the best in him. All right. Uh, Dill, wrap up Waste of Days for us. I got a baseball one. Yeah. I, just before you start, I was half expecting you to come in here and say Fitzpatrick's going to be the starting quarterback for the Patriots, the only AFC East team he has to play for. And they might need a quarterback next year. Yeah, that was uh, that was a soft take though. So because that's not going to happen. But I do like that take. I mean, six weeks, uh, first six weeks, maybe they'll be pretty good and have a good chance next year. But my takes about uh, the Rays and the Dodgers. The Rays have been rolling on this whole season as being the underdogs. Like they are the underdog team. Their salary for their starting lineup or whole team, whatever it is, is. Like a slight tick above what uh, Mookie Betts is making the entire year. No, so, it's it's Mookie. I think it's Mookie and Kershaw combined. Okay, from the stats. two players. So they're riding that underdog train. If they came out and won Game One, the Rays, then people would be like, "Oh, this team's legit," and then they'd get some backing on, like, "Oh, maybe they're not the underdogs." So the fact that they lost Game One is just feeding into the underdog take. And feeling even more, I think the best thing that happened to this team is losing this game because they're going to come back uh, with that chip on their shoulder of like, hey, everybody's going to count us out. We're playing the best team in the league, but look at us. We're going to show them wrong. If they won the first game, they'd be like, oh, we are a really good team. Uh, maybe we like actually do deserve to be here in terms of just our skill. <laughs> so I don't know. I think losing actually gives them a bit of a – like hey, we're still the underdog, and they can still feed off that. Did you guys see the statistic I sent you all yesterday? Which one was it? Mookie Betts' salary versus Tampa yeah, Bay. We literally just talked about that for three minutes. 
shit. <laughs> Did I just miss that? He, he, I think so. You must have, but he, I, he mentioned that in the opening line of wow. My bad, my bad. Um, uh, how many you have in winning him? Doesn't matter, they're going to win. So your take is the Rays win the World Series? Oh, yeah. You already well, have I, that take. No, that's not. The take Doubling is, down, The take baby. is the best thing for them in this series was losing game one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think there's something to the underdog thing. Um, I think a lot of people have the Dodgers winning this just because they're more talented. I hate the Dodgers personally. Um, actually, I don't. I, I, they are in a weird spot for me because they do a lot of business with the Red Sox. So, like, I like seeing some players out there. They're a classic franchise, but they're just dog chokers. Like, Clayton Kershaw is a choking dog. He was he was good last night for the first time ever in the playoffs. Um, and they're, like, there's just this big payroll team that never gets it done. Like, they, they've been – how many years have they been in the World Series in the last five years? Like, four of them? Three out of the last four. Yeah. So, like, they haven't won it. And they're, they're riding one of the longest losing, like, droughts. I don't think they've won since – the 80s when it was a shortened season. And you know why? Because they're Whoa, not paid as the shortened season. So I was going to say, a, a, a Pass take is, I think, they, I think if they win this year, then they'll, three of their World Series will have been won in a shortened season. Ooh, um, okay. So take formulating. But uh, I'd like to see the Rays win, actually. Um, I really, even though they're AL East, they're, I don't hate but them. But again, you know why the Dodgers were not good or not winning, because they're not the underdog. Every time they go into the World Series, they're not... I think the underdog, I mean, you just got to look at, like, that Red Sox 2013 team where they were, exactly like, everyone thought they were a horrible roster and they just needed a spark, which was the, the marathon bombing. And then, like, I don't say they were underdogs in the playoffs or anything, but... Anything interesting happen in L.A. or... I mean, L.A.'s on fire. Yeah, L.A.'s on fire, so... <laughs> but I, I just don't see... I mean, I don't know. I hope the Rays win. I don't know. They got friggin'... Pissed on last night. I don't know what the score is now, but but the take, the take. I, I I don't know what to make of it. I I like it. I think the underdog mentality helps teams. Okay, okay cool. Um, five nothing Rays. Cam saying. Yep. Five Rays. All right, Cam Rays underdog mentality. What do you think? It's good. I want. I'm rooting for the Rays. I'm rooting for Dylan's take to kind of slowly manifest. Um, but at the same time. Steve Irwin was killed by a ray. Can't root for that. Dodgers ever killed anyone. Can't can't root for that. Got to think about these things. Uh, all right. (laughs) Interesting take. Uh, Tucker. Yeah, I mean, I think we are a Rays podcast officially. As of right now, we are all rooting for the Rays, which makes this officially a Rays podcast. But I think everyone in America is rooting for the Rays right now. I, mean, I actually might not want them to win. Underdog. Underdog and Dylan Benham. I actually might not want them to win. Because Brady keeps talking about them, and I hate that. Like, you were a Boston fan, and now you're a Tampa Bay fan? Like, come on, pick a side. Like, I don't like that. He lives there. He yeah, works he, there. Okay? I don't care. He's a fair weather wherever he lives. Listen, I will be working in Boston. That won't make me a BC High football fan. Like, I'm All still right. a Lee Wildcat football okay, fan. Sure. Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I committed years of my life to that organization, just like he committed years of his life in Boston. So shouldn't he be rooting for be a Red no. Sox fan? And he was narrating for the friggin' opening. He was talking about, I live in Tampa and I'm from LA. Like nobody associates you with California anymore, dude. Stop. I. I'm all right. You feel good now? No. Okay. And all right. Quicker race take segment. Um, maybe not. But all right. Fraud of the week. Um, 
Well, I certainly just came up with this, but I'm going to spit it out anyways, so it'll be a quick one. This is long overdue. Um, the Nikhil Harry's the fraud of the week. <laughs> and as an extension, the Patriots receivers, including Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman has dropped more passes in the league than anybody in the past like two years. He's dropped like 40 passes or something like that. Um, but really? This isn't about, yeah, this isn't about him. This is about Nikhil Harry because Patriots are worst in the league in receiving yards, last in the league in receiving touchdowns. They have no passing game. They were relying on Nikhil Harry to take that second step this year. He's a bust. I've said this all along. He made okay plays in that Seahawks game, but once every season isn't going to do it for me. Um, fraud. Okay, so uh, not a write down pick. Nikhil Harry for 100 yards this week. Yeah, I hope you, so. If Nikhil Harry has 100 yards this week, will you take back? No, he's still sad? a bust, and he's still Will not you worth sad it. apologize? No, I want you to apologize 100 yards and a touchdown. Let's you wanted me to apologize if the Colts won one game. And I don't know. I'm it. saying 100 yards and a touchdown, you have to apologize. Fine. Bet. That will not happen. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they playing? Uh, the uh, Niners. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. It won't happen. Um, uh, Tucker, I believe you have a fraud of the week, but uh, an apology to make. Let yep. Me, let me cue up the music here. Um, I would like to apologize to Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold? I am so sorry for thinking you were the fraud on this team. After watching Ryan Tannehill this week flourish under his new coach, as soon as you get away from Adam Gase, you can flourish. Tell you what, if Sam Darnold is the quarterback of the New England Patriots next year, I will be ecstatic about it, Sam. <laughs> I'm happy to have you in New England because Adam Gase is a no-good, dumb bitch. And anywhere that he goes, QBs fail. Look at Ryan Tannehill. What did you think of Ryan Tannehill two years ago? He was a bum. He was an average, below-average quarterback that was going to be a career backup. And now you see him? Statistically, he's the best quarterback in the year over the last year. So, Sam Darnold, I cannot wait for you to come to New England and lead us to championships over the next ten years to just shove it in the Jets' face. I'm so sorry for ever doubting you. Adam Gase is a big, dumb bitch, and... You are a stud just hiding behind an idiot. All right. Uh, that was touching, but Sam Darnold is still a bum. He's still a bum. It's actually really funny listening to Jets fans tell you that he's good. He is. He's, he's gonna so be, bad. He's, he's gonna so be good. bad. Just wait for him to leave. Wait for him to he leave. He might be bottom five. Like, he's, he's like guys, abysmal. but that's what we were saying about Ryan Tannehill one year ago. <laughs> a, year, a year ago, we were saying Ryan Tannehill's a bum. He's a bottom five quarterback. He'll never be anything of himself. Statistically, over the last year, he's, he's one of the best. better than Patrick yeah, Mahomes. He's one of the best. Okay. So you might it's, have it's not a Sam Darnold problem. <laughs> it's a Adam Gase problem. I, I could coach as well as Adam Gase in the NFL. I've never been more heated about anything. Fuck Adam Gase. Um, oh, wow. So I dropped an F-bomb. I think that Adam Gase <laughs> is the biggest problem, and I think that whole team is a dumpster fire. I don't think Sam Darnold's, Sam Darnold's good. Uh, Cam, Sam Darnold, good or bad quarterback? So, if you watch Sam Darnold in college, I don't know what the scouts were seeing. I knew from watching him, he was terrible. He was bad in college, threw picks, wasn't good, played for USC. No good quarterbacks ever come out of USC. The best one is probably Carson Palmer. No and, 
you know, he's not that big of a name. So that's one thing. Second of all, Tannehill was, you know, putting up double the numbers Sam Darnold is on the Sam Darnold has the worst team around him. Name, name one receiver on the Jets that's Crowder. decent. The Dolphins, I said that's decent, not Crowder. The Dolphins didn't have wide receivers either. They didn't have wide receivers either. That's true. I could name one Dolphins wide receiver. Devontae they had Devontae Parker, who wasn't good. Oh, he was Devontae good as good. soon as – Oh, year, funny year, fact. When did Devontae season. Parker break out? As soon as he had a new head coach? Wow. Wow, that's really interesting that this terrible receiver turned out to be a stud as soon as he had a head coach that wasn't mentally challenged. Go ahead, Cam. Go ahead. Okay. Anyway, Sam Darnold shows no promise. Uh, you put him anywhere else, he's going to be terrible. Can't wait. He'll never start another game Can't after wait. the season because the Jets are going to get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, maybe he'll be a backup somewhere and start come in, in and shit the bed again. So. He's terrible. He's ugly. He's so ugly. He's gross. <laughs> His face is disgusting. Still got mono from making out with chicks. So he was you probably making out with New York fours. I, I guarantee you, he hooks up with New York tens. And they want to kill him. Man, he's just bad. Awful. You watch him play, and he's just bad. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe Tuck, he's just worse. I'm telling you, I still think he's not good. I think he's coach, worse with the Jets. But when you start in a, like a pile of poo, and then maybe he's out, and now he's just like a fly on top of the I, pile of poo. I just, he's I still guard. I got a feeling about Sam Darnold that he's not that bad. He's just on the Jets. He is, he is getting suffocated by just being a Jets quarterback. I, you, I, I'm if, all for it. Let the man flourish. Have let him go bring him to New else. England. Have him so, go Sam Darnold to New England 2021, and I will be the happiest man on the planet. They're going to abandon him for Trevor Lawrence. All right. I know. I can't wait. Cam, uh, fee, uh, Fiend, fraud of the week. I have two frauds. One is one is like a, just a, a, a dumb fraud that I just feel like we mention the Eagles every week, so it's not really, you know, but the Eagles' hands um, made of – Made of stone. Uh, that's going to be one fraud. That's an obvious one. Second fraud of the week, Baker Mayfield. Oh. What a joke. Baker Mayfield is a joke. He cannot handle pressure. He's soft. He, I feel like he enjoys the commercials that he's in better than he enjoys – more than he enjoys playing football against any competition ever. As soon as there's pressure, as soon as he knows he's going up against a good team – can't handle it. It's not college ball anymore. You're on the Browns with the best weapons around you. Yeah, you're four and two, but your losses are to good teams. Your wins are against bad teams. The Browns will be the Browns until they get rid of Baker. Um, the Browns will be the Browns no matter what. But here's why I, I tend to agree with you. I think he's a bit of a fraud. I don't think he's very good. Um, he's got to get his bag. I don't blame him doing commercials because he's going to be out of the league in five years. So he's got to he's got to make <laughs> his money while he can. But he, this is why I'm not big on like. Kyler, because you look at like I, I am now, but I wasn't. I, I was I said last year, little man, little man. You look at these little guys taken in the first round, uh, Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield, like they just they're not good quarterbacks. Like they they can't see over the line. Like I don't know what it is, but these smaller guys, I just think they're not worth these number one picks. Like that's the or the first round picks. Like Kyler Murray has been just because he's so dynamic with his feet, but I don't know. Um, Baker Mayfield fraud? Yeah, I don't hate this, Cam, because 
there was so much hype going into this Steelers Browns game that the Steelers ended up winning by eight 30. touchdowns. So, like you, it, the big hype was like, oh, it's great to see that we're gonna have actual competition and get that like Rust Belt rivalry back between the Steelers and the Browns. And this game came out and it was abysmal. The Browns played terrible. And Baker Mayfield is supposed to be, like, the helm of this offense with these great weapons, and he played terribly as well. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, fraud. Agree with you. Uh, Tucker. Um, Cam, first off, I want to talk about the Eagles. Um, do you think Carson Wentz is a fraud? Not yet. Not I, yet because he played his heart out and he actually tried – I blamed it on the receivers and the coach, and Carson Wentz actually had a good game. He's he's playing for him. I really I, feel bad I called him a fraud a few weeks ago. I really I, like Carson Wentz. Boy. I call him a fraud. I he almost fraud. beat the Ravens with no help. He'll uh, get with hurt like a fifth <laughs> with a his fifth option at wide receiver because the other four forgot how to catch or were injured. But yeah, Baker Mayfield, I. Just want to believe in him so much. Me too, but that's like everything in my body wants me to believe in him. But I just, ugh. I mean, they they don't do well when they can't run the ball. Like, and with a D line like the Steelers, they realized they had to win by throwing it, and they just were like, oh, we can't throw the ball because we, because apparently Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, and Austin Hooper aren't enough for Baker to be a good quarterback. So yes, I kind of uh, I. My head agrees with you. My heart disagrees with you. And it's really tough for me to say that. That's uh, as much as you're going to get out of me. Dylan, fraud of the week. Uh, I'm going to pass on this one. I don't All got anything. All righty. Um, so let's talk about some games, I guess. I want to talk about the Cowboys real quick because I want to talk about Zeke Elliott. Two fumbles. Just looking like he's given up out there without his quarterback. They paid him 50 mil guaranteed. Like so much money for a running back. And now they might not be able to play, pay their quarterback, who is way better than him. I'm ready to call him a fraud. I, I, I'm, I don't. Uh, do you think Zeke is worth all that money? Uh, I will. I will start off by saying I don't. I don't think any running back's worth all that money. I just don't think we're in a passing league right now. We're swinging back towards running, but it's just to me, it seems like these guys are good for a couple of years and then they they taper off, like all of them. So I just don't think he's worth the money, Tucker. Yeah, no, I mean, paying running backs is a dumb decision. Paying Zeke before Dak was a dumb decision. Maybe it's a smart decision because I don't know if Dak will ever be. I mean, that injury looks Yeah, he might not be the same. They're ca- they're he calling, might not uh, be the same guy. They're calling back. six months. Yeah, but did you see his ankle? Actually, the, the one, we'll touch on that quick. The one thing about that ankle injury is it looks so much worse than it is because when you dislocate your ankle like that, as long as you didn't break any ligaments or tendons, that healing process isn't that bad. The, the bad thing was that he snapped his leg and it was a compound fracture. But people come back from that. Well, just think about the, think okay. about the, the guys that just looked worse. Who have done the same just thing. Just QB Gordon Hayward, not the same guy. Paul George, not the same guy. Like so, I'm just going off history that I don't think he'll be the same guy. Yeah, I mean, That's it was true. tough to watch that. And but I it think any time you see an injury like that, where it's just so gruesome, like you don't even want to watch it. It's a mental thing too. Is it's a? I mean, yeah, and I really, I'm li- I'm wishing the best for Dak because I really liked him as a QB. 
I, I mean, he's a good guy, it seems like. So I want the best for him. But, I mean, Zeke Elliott, he hasn't had a single 100-yard rushing game this year. With good, the best, good pick with, for me in fantasy. With a, with a great O-line, too. I mean, he has an amazing O-line, and he still can't rush for 100 yards. They looked terrible this week. I mean, yeah, they, they just forgot bad. to play football. They forgot how. I thought but Andy I mean, Dalton was going to come out and like the, show them what's going I did too. I, nope. I almost <laughs> picked up Andy Dalton and Fancy being like, this offense still legit. Nope. That whole team is just, ugh. I'm wishing the best. I think the Cowboys will bounce back. They'll probably be around the 6-10, and 7-9 range. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Zeke. Yeah, I got one more fraud, actually. So, quick one. Uh, Steven Guskowski, fraud, uh, missed two field goals, uh, chip shots last week. And he made up for it. They won the game. But still, he's a fraud. He's tapered off. He's no. been brutal for the past, like, four years. So, just missing too many extra points, field goals. But, Dylan, when the money's on the line, what does Steven Guskowski do? Misses. He makes it. No, he makes them. <laughs> he does, he so, does make them. Even but, the day that he missed three field goals in the game... Then they put him the back out there line. with the game on the line, and they still won. Steven Guskowski yeah, but they wouldn't have been might have position. lost True. his edge, but he has the clutch gene. Okay. The man, the man has the clutch gene like no one I've seen since Adam Vinatieri. He's he's got the clutch gene. I'll agree. He, but I don't think he does, Tucker. Here's why. I had a form. I had a take formulated for a long time before we started this podcast that he sucks in big games. He missed kicks in the playoffs all the time. Like, all the time. Like, people forget because they won so much. The, the Broncos game he lost. He lost the Broncos game. He lost. He didn't lose, but he missed in the Atlanta Super Bowl. He missed in the Rams Super Bowl. He's missed a lot of big kicks. He's good in the regular season, big kicks. But I, I So I'm, I'm on the fence with this because I still think he's a better kicker than most of the kickers out there. I'd rather have him than Nick Folk, who actually hasn't looked too bad. But, um, but I just... Game on the line. Game on the line. What do you think, think in the regular season? Picking? Bad. In the regular season, Gostowski, I'm I'm happy with him kicking the game winner. In the playoffs, I'm not. That was a take I had for a long time. Um, but back to our top, the topic. Uh, Cam, Zeke, worth the money or no? Okay, so I, I should have taken notes. I got a lot of things here. I hate being last because I got so much. Okay, let's talk about Zeke. I'm not out on Zeke yet. Dude's a stud. Um, I think he's got something going on in his head right now. It's just causing him not to play well. I'm on my fantasy team. I'm not complaining. He's fine with me. It's PPR, so I get points out of him, too. Um, I'm not out on Zeke yet. Dak. Um, Dak's a mess. He's never going to be the same. He'll probably, I mean, they signed him for all that money. You know, he's, he's done. Um, which brings me to Alex Smith who broke his leg even worse and got a couple plays. Shout out Alex Smith. Uh, final thing, I think my take that um, the winner of the NFC East being 6-10 and 10 is now debunked. I think the winner will be probably 4-12 or 5-11. <laughs> <and 11. laughs> no, because you guys play each other, so you guys guarantee four wins because – you have to play each team in your conference four times. I mean, four I mean, no, so it's like six I'm, conference games. I'm, so regardless, honest, someone has to get at least three in-conference wins. I mean, the average for in-conference win is three. Hyperbole. I was saying 
was kidding. I'm just saying the NFC East is really bad and they wouldn't win another game. But yeah, that's, I, I'm not actually. That's how bad the NFC East is, is that I thought that was a serious thought. Yeah. <laughs> They're bad. Um, okay. Um, it could be, but I'm locked in Brief, uh, briefly on the Pats game, I mean, this is one of the worst games I've seen them play ever. They could not do a single thing on offense. The defense played really well. Bill didn't seem to have his fastball coaching, missed an easy challenge. Um, that could have made a difference. I don't know about this team. I'm worried. I don't know if Cam's a guy. Cam doesn't look hasn't looked good since week two, really. Uh, he was all right against the Raiders, I guess, but he didn't really throw that much. We didn't need to throw, though. We didn't need to, no, but I'm just saying that we're going to need to throw at some point, and I don't know if he's the guy. Yeah, um, I, I'm chalking up a lot of this to the fact that they got to practice once in two weeks. I think that is a huge factor. I agree. And just, especially a Bill Belichick coach team, like this team prides itself on being the most well-coached team in football and not having the team allowed to practice for two weeks takes a lot out of you. So I think this week will be a big week for us. I mean... Who are we playing? Niners. Niners. I mean, Niners are a good opponent, but not a great opponent. So if we win this, the season's back on. If we lose this one, it'll be tough for us. But we just got to see how we play this week before I make any rash judgments. Just because they look terrible, but there's a 50% chance that they look terrible because of the lack of practice. And it's 50% chance this team might not just not have it. Yeah. And so I'm not going to say anything until then. Uh, Dylan, thoughts on the Pats? We watched the game together. We did watch the game. I actually fell asleep for part of it. Yep. Um, The good part, It was that boring. (laughs) Um, The funny thing was that the Broncos wanted to lose. They threw two picks at the end of the game like an idiot. Um, I want to talk about that. Which is funny because uh, it was even worse that the Pats couldn't capitalize on it. so, yeah, the Pats are declining, it seems. I don't know. Cam seems all right, but they got some serious work to do if they want to, you know, have a playoff. Before, before I kick it to Cam, I just want to touch on how – why are so many NFL coaches so stupid? Like, why are you throwing there with essentially a rookie quarterback? The game's locked up. Just run it and, and you know, the worst-case scenario, the Patriots have the ball back with a couple minutes and they score another touchdown and then you get the ball back. Like – I don't know what they're thinking throwing. They did it twice, twice in a they row. Did it, twice. it just happened to you. And then the the second one was even worse because it was a bomb downfield. The first one was just like a, a miscommunication. The second one was just a dumb duck throw down the field. I swear to God I could coach in this league. I could just go there and be like, okay, if you gave me a lead in the fourth quarter, I bet I could keep it. Like you just see it time and time again. Like it happens all the time. I, I remember watching Kyle Shanahan muck up the Super Bowl because he didn't kick a field goal. Like they listen too much to analytics. They think too much about the nerds say, well, if you throw it here 50% of the time, you're going to uh, get at least eight yards. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. But, Cam, your thoughts on anything Pats or dumb coaching in the NFL? Pats are going to go 7-9. and nine. Like I've said from the beginning, they're on pace for it. Uh, what's their record? 2-3? and three? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's on pace for it. Um, they still have to play the Jets twice. That's going to go 7-9. and nine. <laughs> That's good. That's two of them. they got to win three more. Um, they're going to get blown out by the Niners this week. Um, the Niners look good. They're going to end up making the playoffs along with every other team in the NFC uh, West. All my 
takes are looking fine right now. Maybe the AB take, you know, probably not my greatest <laughs> moment, but all my takes are looking great. Not coaching in the NFL. Uh, what about the Bengals making exists, the playoffs? It happens, but uh, <laughs> Bengals is all looking good. <laughs> <laughs> just ride it. Just ride it. What about coaching, though, Cam? I'm riding it. I get my Joe Burrow jersey tomorrow, so they're going on a heater, a big old heater. But um, coaching in the NFL, I mean, who have we had? Bill O'Brien, fired. We Dan talked Quinn. about how bad he was. Dan Quinn, fired. We talked about how bad he was the week before. Doug Peterson's next. The next loss the Eagles have, Doug Peterson's out. Um, and who was? Who were you complaining about, Belichick? Van- Fangio. Throwing twice against the Patriots, up eight, up 15. With two and a With half two minutes, minutes left. left. Uh, two interceptions, back-to-back, two passes. Yeah, yeah. I think he was just trying to catch them off guard. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you don't have to do but, that. Uh, just run the ball and win the game. No, no, you yeah. don't. When it comes to family. Cam. But um, that's all. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, any other games we want to talk about? Brady Rogers. I mean, the sure. Bucks. Bucks look good. I don't know what to say. They're just getting better. Um, Gronk's heating up a little bit. Gronk caught a touchdown pass, which I hated. Did you see the? Did you see the herd? No, did I didn't see the herd. No, what did he say? Colin Coward had the Bucks at number one. <laughs> That's ridiculous. They're not the best team in the league, but they're top five. I'd say. Uh, maybe top, maybe maybe top seven, maybe not top five, maybe top seven. Maybe I'm, let's give a top five. Let's give a quick top five. Uh, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs. Is this in order? Yeah, Chiefs, Steelers, Seahawks, Titans, Ravens. So Bucks aren't in the top five. No, I have top seven. Then I don't know somebody else, and then the Bucks. Uh, I have Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens, Bucks. So yeah. I have the Bucks at five. Dale doesn't want to. Cam, who's your top five? Steelers, Titans, Chiefs, Bucks. Mm, kind of on the fence with this one. I'll go Russ. Let him cook. Um, wait, wait, you just put the Steelers at one after just disagreeing with me that the, they were the third best team in the league. I said the Chiefs were the third best team. Listen. No, you said my take You were contradictory. Was, you were all over the place with that. You, no, no, you said the Steelers were the You said the Steelers are not the best team in the AFC. Because my take oh, was I about... Said the, I said... Okay, I, I think... Yeah, you probably misunderstood me. No, no, no. I think the Steelers are the best team in the league. The Chiefs are the third oh. best team in the AFC. Wow, so me and Cam agree. Uh, typical. Yes. Um, Sorry about that. This just shows Rodgers. Big game. Probably biggest game of the season for them. I mean, they what, was his, what was his line? Like, Not good. I didn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. I watched it on Ride Home. They played just they just played bad you know it looked like it looked like a good team playing a bad team it was that's what it looked like yeah it was weird because brady and uh rogers only met two other times they were one and one and brady came out and just they dismantled that team i think this was the most meaningful matchup between them because brady always had belichick on his side and like 
Rodgers is dealing with not only Brady uh, on putting up numbers on the other side, but Belichick scheming his defense. I want to see now what... you have a Mickey Mouse type coach named Bruce Arians on the other side. So you should have been able to figure it out and really go head to head with Brady. We need a Mickey Mouse list where we can the trades call. <laughs> I, Mickey I did Mouse. that on purpose. I want to but. see what uh, Senior Johnson spin zones this into. I, I with, uh, with the Rogers <laughs> take. Shout out, Mr. Johnson, the only Packers fan we know. Um, <laughs> Huge listener. Uh, any other games you guys want to touch on at all? Um, Titans. Titans look good, man. Derrick Henry's an unbelievable person. I think it's the hair. He should not be. He looks like an alien. He should not be allowed to run that fast. No, you can't he's be that strong and He's 400 fast. freaking pounds, and he's he's so fast. He topped out 21.7 miles per hour. Do you know how yeah, fast that is? The tight, I was not – I tell you, I was not a believer on the Titans. Even when they started winning the first few weeks, I was like, you know, well, I, st- I think this is a I'm bad team. they're, they're a top playing. five team now. No, I, no, I said it too. I said it too. I think – and Ryan Tannehill, I was – I mean, you knew my feelings on him last year. He he is putting the consistency together now. He's two years in a row. Well, I think we just watched him in the playoffs just run the ball, run the ball. He's great at handoffs. Yeah. And then he comes back this year. He's like, oh, yeah, guys, I can throw it. Well, he had, like, top percent completion percentage last year, and now he's, like, top two or three this year. Like, he's a good quarterback. Ooh. He's a good quarterback, and this is a huh. freaking good huh. team. And when to, you leave Adam Gase saying quarterbacks just become well, better. What makes this team is Derrick Henry. If they didn't have Derrick Henry and they had some I don't you know, know, average the running ball, back, right. well, they, they're scared of the run. That's true. That's true. You have to take everybody on that team to No, it does Derrick change Henry. the offense completely when you and have such a dynamic you're, you're runner right. in the backfield. But, I mean, you can't take that away from him. I mean, even the touchdown no, to send can't. them to overtime That's why they're such a good team. last week was just Beauty. such a, a dime. dime. Yeah. And and but the thing is too, they're doing it on every aspect. Like Vrabel's coaching, there was a there was a play where he did an intentional. Uh, t- t- uh, the, they were driving, the Texans were driving. He did an intentional too many men on the field because it was a second and one. He's like, they're gonna get this first down anyway, so he does intentional too too many men on the field, gives them the first, and then uh, stops the clock. So he, I mean, they're coaching well, they're playing well. I like this Titans team, man, and it's tough for me to say because I was so down on Tannehill, and there's so many expatriates on that team, uh, including the head coach. But they're they're a, a solid team. Cam, what do you think of the Titans? I'm all in on the Titans. I think their one biggest issue right now is the kicking. I think if they got to lock that in. They could win games much easier if they can just you know Gus Gus just bring it in. Um, other than that, defense looks good. Offensive line is good. Derrick Henry's insane, and Tannehill's still just doing what he needs to do. AJ Brown's back and went off, and I didn't start him this week. They're dangerous. I would love to see them play the Steelers. I don't know if they do, but that would be an awesome matchup. Um, another impressive thing about this team is the way they've handled COVID. I mean, we saw the Patriots have a whole mess of issues with COVID when it came down to playing the Chiefs and the and the Broncos. The Titans didn't miss a step. I mean, they came back from COVID no, they, and they, they blew lost out. A week. They blew oh, out okay, the team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, they had their issue with They're it. They're also maybe get getting fined because they just didn't believe in masks. Yeah, and they also did private practices off campus. But I mean, that aside, like, I mean, the Patriots have done shady stuff in the past, but that's what the great teams do. They 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 win anyways. So um, I like this Titans team, and I'm impressed. Brable learned that. Yeah, Brable knows all about it. Um, any other things? Any other games we want to talk about? 
I'm trying to think. I mean, Giants win, Cam. Break down the Giants win. Give us your feelings. Gonna, I was just gonna say that. All right, so let me Is break Daniel it down. Jones the future? No, shut up. Let me break it down for you. You got the Giants versus the Redskins. Flip a coin. You got a 50-50 shot every <laughs> every year. Uh, and and they're both really bad. And Daniel Jones threw an incredible pass in the back of the end zone. A couple like of dimes. A, a Dan. Eli Mario Manningham pass um, in that game. And he ran for like 72. He's running all over the field going nuts. I love him, but we need to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> now, Cam, That's what's totally your got. Cam? What's your thoughts on this phrase that good teams win, great teams cover? The Giants might have won the game, but the Redskins covered, and that's what's really important for me personally because I bet the Redskins. Uh, with those types <laughs> of games where you got no nothing, nothing riding on it or anything, yeah, I guess that that works out. I I, I had mixed feelings about the win. I was more happy that they won. Because it'd be different. I would, I would, I would never root for them to lose. But if the Cowboys, the Eagles had like four wins right now, you know, I wouldn't mind if they, you know, tanked a little bit. Now, but Cam, we're one game out of the out of the division. Well, Cam. fast forward, fast forward like four weeks, and the Patriots lose like four straight. I'd much rather be in Cam's position that, or say they lose, they go one and three in the next four. I'd rather be in Cam's position where oh, they're a bad guy. team and they know they're bad. Than a, than a middler team like the Patriots may very well be. Now, Cam, like let me bring this to you. It's week 16. <laughs> bad coach. Week 17. You and the Jets have the same record. You're going up against, I don't know, a good team or an average team. You're in it at the end. The Jets just won. You lose. You get the first-round pick. Are you still rooting for the Giants, or are you rooting against the Giants via Trevor Lawrence? Oh, I am rooting for the loss, 100,000%. See, I feel like it's hard to root for the loss, we, Oh, I'd root for the loss. As soon as we find out as soon as we find out that, you know, the Jets won, I'm saying just if say we're it's tied and we got to kick a field goal, we're down by we're up we're down by 2 and we got to kick a field goal, I'm saying kick it backwards. Yeah, Muffin gets <laughs> a bad snap. Now, Cam, who's your backup quarterback? <laughs> Do you know Smith? Um, no, I don't know if we. I don't think we have Gino anymore. Kyle Laluetta, Laluetta. Oh, Never heard of him. All right. Uh, let's wrap this up. Throwback, Cam. Uh, you were just watching Hubie Halloween. Give us a movie review and a score, real quick. Um, listen, if you want a plot twist movie with some comedy and a little bit of fright, Hubie Halloween, great movie for you. Don't if you spoil like, it. You know Adam Sandler. Uh, bench warmer. There were multiple times where I was like, "No way!" I mean, I'm not gonna spoil I'm anything, to but that movie, that movie goes nuts. I mean, when he walks into the radio station, I almost lost my mind. <laughs> I might have to That's watch a- it now. <laughs> Shoot, just because of that, I might have to watch. All it. All right, score cam. There were there were three. What's that? Go ahead and then give your score. Oh, score. Uh. Yeah, no, my score, um, honestly, it's like a 7-6. Wow. 
All right. I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, okay, that's episode 43. Uh, hit us up on our socials. Vote. Go tell us. Go tell us that uh, Dylan, Dylan has the best take. Yeah. Because no matter what you hear, Dylan had that take first before anybody else. So um, thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. See you.